What's happening, podcasters? Let's talk about the Big Bass Bash. Look at the Ozarks coming up this weekend, April 16th, 17th, April 15th, 16th, somewhere in there. We're going to go down to Lake of the Ozarks, and I'm going to give you my game plan. I'm going to give you some baits that I think will work. I'm going to give you what I think will actually win and what I'm actually going to do and then why I wouldn't probably do what will win the entire time. So let's get into it. So Lake of the Ozarks has been steady at about 654 on the lake level. I don't know if they're going to let the water come up. I need to check that. I need to see if the water's rising. It seems to really push the fish up shallow. The water temps are coming up. I don't think that there will be fish on beds, although if I was around some clear water and could find some of that stable water where a fish could spawn, I wouldn't be surprised to see a fish on a bed. But I think it'll be almost all pre-spawn fish, which sets up perfectly for the Big Bass Bash. It's been warmer than I've ever fished in the spring for the Big Bass Bash. So I think it'll be amazing fishing. Now, I don't know if it's going to be one up the river. I don't know if it'll be one near the dam and the graboids. I don't know if it'll be one near PB2. I know the river, <clears throat> when I say the river, I mean from the 50 mile marker up. Well, let's just talk about that area. So anywhere from Bollinger Creek up to Proctor has been pretty much on fire. And everyone knows that AIA, there was a lot of anglers that was up there that did well. And it's been getting pounded. It's been, had a lot of pressure. But it is fishing well. It's even fishing well for crappie. It's fishing well for everything. Just everything is lining up good. The water clarity there is actually better than I've ever seen it up there this time of year as far as clear. And we, again, haven't had any rain. We're dry again, so we haven't had that runoff. For some reason, the glaze have stayed real muddy. We got a lot of rain a few weeks ago, and it just stayed muddy. And I thought it would clear back up a little bit, but it really hasn't. It's pretty muddy from the upper glaze all the way to PB2, actually. So, and I don't know the exact reason because, like I said, we really haven't got a lot of rain. So, I think they got so much rain down south whenever it did start rising that it pushed so much mud in that it's just sustained that muddy stained water. But with the muddy water, it tends to warm up faster. So we've got temperatures in the 56 range all the way up to 58. I haven't seen 60 yet, but I have seen 60 degrees. I haven't been on the water since Sunday. So maybe it's, it's it has risen up to that 60 degree mark, but I'm not sure. We'll see on Saturday. So that all being said, we have a lot of things that are going to be working at the Big Bass Bash. It's kind of a pick-your-poison type deal. 
pretty much everything is going to be working in some shape or fashion. So if you want to flip a jig and get up in the shallow wood and dirty water, you can. If you want to maybe use a big spinnerbait, I'm talking a three-quarter ounce, even a one ounce, and slow roll a single Colorado blade in the mud with a Nichols, a Nichols spinnerbait, maybe one of the 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 double willows with painted blades, maybe even a single Colorado, even a number six, maybe an Indiana with a kicker blade on it. Any of those combinations will work. From three eighths to three quarter ounce will probably be your best bet. If you want to slow row real slow, stick with the three quarter half ounce. That's your go. That's your best all around. And you can pick with the conditions of what blade combinations that you need. Cold slot is going to be a great color. Kicker from Blue Rock Tackle is going to be a great color. That's a white and chartreuse skirt, but the chartreuse is on the front end, and then you have the white kickers sticking out. I might have that backwards. It might be white with the chartreuse uh, sticking out. I think that's the way it is. I apologize. My mistake. But anyway, it's white and chartreuse, and you can change the blades out. Don't don't be afraid to switch it up. Maybe you're on a bank and you think a gold blade might work better. Take the silver one off. Put the gold one on. Put a bigger one on. Don't be afraid. It's a big bass bash, so we're gonna we're going for big fish. So I'm gonna throw that three quarter ounce with a big old turtle blade on it from Battle Baits and kind of some red and green pumpkin in my skirt because I don't think a lot of guys are going to be throwing red and green pumpkin skirts and I'm going to put a fire crawl Yamamoto Zacco on the back of it that way I've got a big profile I'm displacing a lot of water it's got an orange kicker blade on it and I don't think that fire crawl and green pumpkin will be a big combination on some spinner baits so that's what I'm going to try then I will always go back to my go-to, my old cold slaw, half ounce, gold, Indiana, and or a gold Colorado kicker from War Eagle, but it's an old school War Eagle that is wire-tied skirt, cold slaw, and a white five-inch Kalen's white grub on it for a trailer. I really like a trailer, especially when I'm slow rolling. I, I think that it gives it a lot better action. And and I really think it helps the fish hone into the, the hook better. I don't use a trailer hook on it. I, I really, if, if I start getting short strikes, especially later in the day Saturday or on Sunday, because of all the pressure, I might go ahead and put a trailer hook on. I know that's probably a mistake sometimes not to have it on there. But with the grub, I just like being able to launch it up behind the dock cables, behind the docks into logs into laydowns into that really thick cover and not have to worry about that trailer hook snagging on anything and we have tons of brush in lake of the ozarks brush piles so if the lake level is actually being pulled and our water level is dropping a lot of those fish will pull back out to that eight foot mark maybe five to eight, maybe 10, maybe even 15 
to 20 in some places that has real good clarity or where they feel comfortable. And what I'm learning with LiveScope is a lot of it doesn't have to do with water clarity on where they set up. It has more to do with sunlight penetration. has more to do with the cover that they have in that area where they feel comfortable. And, of course, the biggest factor of all this is the shad. Where are the shad at? And there's shad everywhere right now. There's shad in the main lake. There's shad in the back of the coves. There's shad. We had a little bit of a shad spawn at Lake of the Ozarks, but not a real big one. So there's just absolutely shad everywhere in all sizes. Big shad, little shad. They are everywhere. And it doesn't matter if I'm in the glaze or if I'm up the river or if I'm in the graboids. I have not been to a spot in the lake yet that didn't have a ton of shad and everywhere. So what that means is there are going to be fish scattered out all over the place. So if you want to throw a big crankbait, it's probably not going to be my first choice, but you're going to catch fish on it. You can take that big spinnerbait and fish deep. You can take it and fish shallow. So I'm going to keep baits in my hand that I can do all that with. That's going to be a Senko. The Senko, if there's not a lot of wind and there's a lot of pressure, we know there's going to be a lot of pressure. There's going to be a lot of fish, or a lot of fishermen, a lot of anglers out there of all shapes and sizes, types, and and uh, they're going to be in your way, and they're going to be putting a lot of pressure on the fish. But don't let that really scare you or anything or make you mad. Just put on a Senko and use it shallow, use it deep, if you want to go deeper, you can make a Cinco into a, a wacky rig and then put a weight in it and go ahead and make it a Nico. You can fish deep, so you can go shallow deep. Once you start getting some bites, dial into something, and I would dial into something and stick with it. Especially if you fish catch a fish over five pounds, I would just stick with that. Um, let's talk about other baits that are going to be working. So the square bill is going to be a player. The jig's going to be a player, whether it's a swim jig or a flipping jig. Your finesse jigs are still going to work very well. They always work at Lake of the Ozarks. You can use a Dirks jig, a Luke Clausen finesse jig from Dirty Jigs, a Jewel, a Jewel 5 16 ounce Eakins jig in Missouri Crawl with a Green Pumpkin trailer or whatever trailer you want. That, that jig and that color, you can use almost any trailer you want and it matches up great so all those are going to work now me personally i'm going to use a probably an omega a 5 8 ounce with a blue and green or a blue, blue black and blue with the blue tinsel i really like the tinsel and i like a flipping blue trailer especially if it gets real cloudy I like that flipping blue color on my jig, and I think we're gonna have some clouds and some rain. So I will definitely be looking for for those to take with me, and I'll be fishing that jig a lot. Now, a player, especially if some of the big ones aren't real, real shallow, which they're all the big ones are not gonna be up in the bank. So I'm going to tie on a good old green pumpkin mop jig. And I don't know, I think I'm going to go with the football mop jig and a big Gary Yamamoto flapping hog trailer. That thing looks great in the water. 
It's a big fish bait. I'm going to fish it real slow. Let that rubber kind of expand whenever it settles on the bottom and it flares out real slow. And then I pop it a couple times or maybe they want it dragged or maybe I'll hit my good old brush piles with it and see what happens. That's going to be a player. I can throw a football jig shallow and I can fish it deep. Just like Casey Ashland. <laughs> anyway, the square bill I said is going to work. I'm going to alternate between a big crawdad, brown one. I'm going to brown or orange belly. And I might go shad if I, I'm still seeing some shad. But they're really wanting to eat some crawdads. And so that rock crawler is going to play. The old wiggle ward is going to play. Your, your six cents. I think it's the curve. That's going to play any type of crawdad type bait. Your DT6s, your DT8s, the crawdad colors are going to work. What do I think will win the Big Bass Bash? I really have a feeling the big spinnerbait's going to win this year. There's just a lot of dirty water, and I think that it's this time of year. It's pre-spawn. They're getting up there, and I think... They might not be right on the bank, but they'll be shallow enough to where they're in spinnerbait range. And a spinnerbait's something that you could randomly throw if everyone's just beating the bank, beating the bank. You can take a three-quarter ounce and you can fish that, fish that eight to, to 15 foot of water. You know, that 12 foot to 15 foot is always a key player, no matter what time of year it is. You know, those fish feel comfortable out there, especially these bigger ones that we're after. So, I think that's going to win. What else could win? A chatterbait could win. Don't forget your big chatterbaits. Don't forget your mini maxes. All in between. Um, you know, chatterbait's a huge player. It's going to catch a lot of fish. I think it has won the Big Bass Bash before. But really think the chatterbait could be a player. The glide baits are going to play in the clear water. Some people say that the glide will work in dirty water. I have not caught any fish in the dirty water with it, but I don't throw it a lot. The magdraft, the plastic swim baits, your big 7, seven inch Kytex, your old Lake Fork Magic Shads that are, you know, in that 8, eight inch range. Those are going to be a player, and you're going to be targeting a big fish. So those those will definitely play. Are they going to win? I don't think they're going to win this time. I think there's going to be some fish caught on it, but I don't think they're going to win. I think the spinnerbait is going to win, and I think if you kept a big spinnerbait in your hand for two days, you're going to cash some checks. What else can play? Your finesse baits, your swamp bugs on a shaky head, your Lake Fork Hyper Freaks on a shaky head, Lake Fork Hyper Freaks on a jig, swamp bugs on a jig. So having a jig and a good shaky head, whether that be a football with a flat bottom with the scorpion hook, the Gimagatsu, it's kind of an EWG style, that, that's a great jig head to have tied on you can fish a chompers on it. You can fish a uh, Yamamoto double tail grub on it. Those could could play. 
you could fish the hyper freak or the swamp bug on it and then you can also put your cinco on it your eight inch trick worms on it etc etc you might rig up a rod that doesn't that has a, a ewg style hook on it like an owner haymaker and without a weight on it then you could put a cinco on that hook you could put the new yamamoto tanuki tanuki however you pronounce it on that hook you could put a fluke on there flukes are going to start playing right now and a fluke is going to be a very underrated bait underrated because not a lot of people are talking about it and it is going to be a fish catcher what else can we do i would put up a texas rig rod on for flipping and i would put on a texas rig rod together for more casting you know 14 15 pound line cast into the brush piles that good old lake of the ozarks brush pile bite that's going to be a player you know the secondary points and the brush piles leading in to spawning pockets there's a lot of fish last weekend that were in the ditches before the spawning pockets so a lot of people were up fishing the bank but we we're catching fish out there in that 12 foot range right in the middle of the ditches now we might happen to know where a couple brush piles might be around those areas little bitty brush piles that hold fish that don't stick out like a sore thumb so don't be afraid to have a texas rig tied up that you can fish those ditches that being said if you get around an area where there's some ditches with not a lot of cover in it a carolina rig will work a football jig will work an underspin out there will work but a carolina rig can actually be a sleeper also and you can rig anything you want on there the fluke the cinco a lake fork ring fry a lizard now i just said the lizard and my brain my whole i got a big warm and fuzzy when i said lizard the texas rig lizard could actually i would not be surprised if that wins this big bass bash everything's setting up for an old school lizard bite and that could definitely be up at deer creek that could be up at big buffalo that could be up at brushy because things pop off way up the river usually a little bit before everything else seems like the glaze is a little bit ahead of schedule this year so i could see it happening in the glaze but if you get around the dirty water and you're in a lot of people and everybody's throwing that blade you've chunked that three quarter ounce all day long get the lizard out get the black and blue black with the blue tail lizard maybe a green pumpkin dip that tail in the chartreuse dye i'm throwing the eight inch i'm gonna throw the eight inch lizard i'm telling you guys that could be the one that wins i actually i'm more excited that i just said that and i'm getting that good warm and fuzzy feeling i think that might win i think that's i think that that's going to win the big bass bash eight inch zoom eight inch green pumpkin lizard with the, with the tail dyed chartreuse i think that's going to win so I haven't talked about top water. Everything in your tackle box is going to work right now. Somebody's going to catch a big one on a buzz bait. Somebody's going to catch a big one on a plopper. Somebody's going to catch a big one on a choppo. 
You know, first thing in the morning, Saturday, you might just just go crazy with it. Just go crazy with it. I got a new, new Brazalo Bushwhacker Buzz Baits. Oh my goodness, guys. If you haven't tried a Bushwhacker from, I, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong, Brazalo or Brazalo Custom Lures. Uh, this thing is modified to the max. It is so awesome. Such an awesome, awesome buzzbait. I think, uh, I think somebody's going to catch some chicks on that buzzbait. But here's the main thing, guys, this weekend. Stay safe. Stay kind. Be patient. Help each other out. This is uh, Lake of the Ozarks reunion for a lot of people. Just a great weekend. Hope everybody has fun. I've got my seven-year-old, my wife. We're going to go out there. We're all going to fish together and have a great time. It's going to be a wonderful weekend, and I hope everyone at least catches some fish, maybe win some money. That's just icing on the cake. So be safe out there. Everyone wear their life vest. Be nice to each other. And have a great time. I hope to see you guys out there. I'll be at PB2 most of the time. And just look for the old fat guy walking around talking about fishing. I might have a JJ Tackle shirt on. But if not, I'll have a Yamamoto hat on. And stop and say hi to me. And I will wish everyone luck. Hopefully... My predictions are correct, but I know one thing, we're going to have fun. We'll talk to you later. See you at the Big Bass Bash.